Well, good morning. Today is Wednesday, May 27th, 2020. My name is Keith. Welcome to the Worship Daily from Green Acres Baptist Church in Athens, Georgia. I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene and wonder how he could love me. Well, I hope you have had a good and a restful weekend, Memorial Day weekend, maybe a little longer weekend for some of you. So for the rest of this week, we are going to read the book of Second Peter together. So we're going to start in chapter one. I want to say, though, before we jump in, that uh, I've enjoyed being able to do this with everyone. I hope you have enjoyed it or found some kind of use for it the past few months. But for the summer, so at the end of this month, which is the end of this week, uh, for the summer, we're going to take a break. We'll take a couple months off, kind of get ready for the fall and uh, put some energy in some different areas. I'm sure you've heard Pastor Cameron's announcement by now about gathering again. So that's where the energy is going to go for a little while, but we will be back in the fall, so don't worry. So let me read this from 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 1-11. through 11. It says, Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who through the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ have received a faith as precious as ours, grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us every great and precious promise so that through them you may participate in the divine nature having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, to mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election, for if you do these things, you will never stumble, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's a lot. These uh, these apostles, when they write, they write very densely. <laughs> We're just kind of left to try to sift through it and try to find our way. I think it's in the sifting through, in the breaking it down and trying to just make sense of their sentences. I think it's in that that we are actually encouraged to learn and to understand what they're saying. But a couple phrases I just want to point out that that stood out to me reading through this. The first is that Peter opens up this letter talking about faith uh, by calling his faith precious and received through the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Let me just read the first couple verses again. Peter introduces himself and he says, To those who through the righteousness of God and Savior Jesus Christ have received a faith as precious as ours. 
And then later on in the next paragraph, he says, through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises. So Peter here is, is calling his faith precious. I just think about those things in life that are most precious to me. But right here, Peter talks about a reality that I think all of us with faith can understand and relate to in some way. I'm a, you all know that I'm a new dad now, so getting to be home with my son these past couple months has been precious to me. My wife, my family, these are precious. I, I play the guitar. It's kind of it's a hobby, but it's more than a hobby at this point. And that's, that's a precious thing to me. You talk about people who have things in their life that they love and they're precious to them. And then Peter calls our faith precious. One of these precious things that are foundational to our lives. Something that if you were to take it away, we would be totally different people. It would not be the same. And that's the way faith is to us. If you have faith, you know what I'm talking about. This new life that comes from faith, and it's precious. I think what is perhaps most interesting about how Peter talks about this is that we get this sense that his faith that's precious to him is something that is given to him by Jesus. And for Peter, faith is not just something we do, but it's, it's, it's not just a verb, but it's something we can actually possess. And Peter encourages us to add to our faith and thereby participate more in what he calls the divine nature. So we can surely relate to Peter's idea that our faith is a precious gift and something integral to our lives. But I bet this idea of faith producing a godly life that is participating in a divine nature may be a little bit more foreign to you. But it is for this reason that it has been beneficial to add goodness, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, mutual affection, and love to our faith. Because it's through our faith that we actually participate in some way in God's divine nature. So I, I encourage you to go today. It's one of these big concepts that takes a long time to think about. But I encourage you to, if, if you have a minute, go back and read 2 Peter chapter 1 and look for how Peter is making a startling claim that a life of living in the grace and peace that we possess because of Jesus is actually participating in the divine nature. Our faith enables us, as, as one uh, theologian Reeves talks about in, in, in his theology of the Trinity and delighting in the Trinity, our faith actually enables us to live intersected lives with the very heart and nature of God, his very own glory and goodness, as Peter says. Let me pray for us, and then we'll go into the rest of our days. Father, thank you for the day you've given to us already for how you've blessed us. Lord, thank you for the opportunities that we have every day to experience your grace new, where we know that your grace and your mercies are new every single day. We thank you for that. Thank you for our faith for allowing us to have faith, for giving it to us, and for this precious gift. Bless us now as we go into our days to live as changed people 